This is the evening edition of the Daily Podcast Practice Show for Wednesday, January 5th, 2022. I'm your host, Rich Grimshaw, putting the P in podcasting by practicing every day because what we practice is what we manifest. It's good to be here practicing my podcasting skills, and thank you for being here with me on my journey to complete 365 consecutive daily podcast episodes. This is number 319. Not many more to go. Let's do an earthquake update. In the past 24 hours, the United States Geological Survey has reported 14 earthquakes in the lower 48 states and Alaska. The strongest was a magnitude 4.8 that occurred 35 kilometers southeast of Mina, Nevada. That's 22 miles for those who prefer the U.S. customary units. And that's in addition to two smaller quakes, magnitudes 2.4 and 2.6, that also occurred in the last 24 hours, and a magnitude 3.0 quake that occurred in virtually the same spot on Sunday, just three days ago. So there's lots of activity there. And we had two more quakes near Petrolia, California, and one in South Carolina in an area that we had one on Sunday. And we had six in various places in Alaska, but Alaska's always got quakes. They're kind of quaky. According to our friends at nationaltoday.com, today is National Bird Day, which was established in 2002 by the Avian Welfare Coalition. That's the first time I've heard of them. This day that they established aims to reduce the suffering of birds in captivity by raising public awareness of the destructive bird trade, the realities of cruel bird breeding mills, and ways to improve the welfare of birds in captivity. I didn't know this was a thing, but then I've never had a pet bird. I've had pet dogs and cats, had a rabbit once, and Jan had a turtle, but mm, no birds. So I have learned something new today that makes it an extra specially good day. On this day in 1973, Columbia Records released Bruce Springsteen's debut album, Greetings from Asbury Park, New Jersey, which still sits on my record shelf. I am a proud owner of that. It was the first Bruce Springsteen album that I ever bought. I know that I saw him and the E Street Band as the opening act for somebody in Atlanta. I was doing my engineering studies at Georgia Tech, the trade school on North Avenue, and I went to a concert at the Omni, and I don't remember who he opened for, but he opened for them. And I knew that that was his first album and I went and bought it. And Bruce is still going strong. Now here's the thing that I didn't realize, but according to concertarchives.com, Bruce Springsteen played 144 concerts in 1973, 144, 122 in 1974 and 95 concerts in 1975. But guess what? In 2016, he did 213 concerts. Wow. Talking about showing up and doing the work. This guy is a hard-working rock and roller for sure. He's got talent. He's got a great work ethic. He knows how to entertain people. He knows how to engage his fans. I'm happy that he has all that he has, and I hope that he is happy for himself. Born on this day in 1926 in in Georgia, and I'm going to butcher this name. It's Atta, A-T-T-A, Atapulgus, A-T-T-A-P-U-L-G-U-S, Atapulgus, Georgia, which is way in the south 
southwestern corner, about five miles from the, the Florida border, way down there. But anyhow, born on this day down there, American civil rights leader, activist, ordained minister, businessman, philanthropist, scientist, and politician, Hosea Williams. As long as I've been in Atlanta, ever since the fall of 1975, I've known of Hosea Williams. He's just always been this larger-than-life person in the Atlanta public scene. I don't know how else to describe him. He knows how to get attention, and he's had an agenda, and I haven't always thought well of him. In fact, there was a time when I thought really poorly of him, but I was very, very young and uneducated and just really didn't know what I was thinking about. I read his Wikipedia entry and learned a few things that I never knew, and I'm I'm appalled. I'm I'm shocked. I'm I'm sad to read of the violent events in her early life. And these sure give me insight into his activism later in life and and I understand it a lot better. Let me read here from Wikipedia. At the age of 13, Williams was run out of town by a lynch mob for allegedly consorting with a white girl. And I that must be at a at a Pulgus, where he was born. It doesn't mention any other town. Age 13. I don't know. Maybe he was hanging out with a girl of a different race. I don't know what consorting means in this sense. But to be threatened just because who you're hanging out with, that's treacherous. Uh, let me read on here. So uh, he went into high school, I guess. He he served in the United States Army during World War II in an all-African-American unit under General George S. Patton, Jr., and advanced to the rank of staff sergeant. He was the only survivor of a Nazi bombing, which left him in a hospital in Europe for more than a year and earned him a Purple Heart. He spent a year in a hospital after all of his friends, his comrades, were killed. And then he came home from the war and was savagely beaten by a group of angry white people at a bus station because he drank water from a water fountain marked Whites Only. He was beaten so badly that those who attacked him thought he was dead, and they called not the police, they called a black funeral home to come pick up the body. And on the way to the funeral home, the hearse driver noticed that Hosea had a pulse and was breathing, and he was still alive. There weren't any hospitals in the immediate area that would serve black people, even in the case of a medical emergency. So they drove a hundred miles to the nearest veterans hospital, where he spent more than a month recuperating from his injuries that he got being attacked by angry white people because he drank from a water fountain. Hosea later was quoted as saying about this attack, quote, The war had just ended. That's got to be World War II. And I was still in my uniform, for God's sake. But on my way home, they beat me like a common dog to the brink of death. The very same people whose freedoms and liberties I had fought and suffered to secure in the horrors of war, they beat me like a dog just because I wanted a drink of water. I had watched my best buddies tortured, murdered, and bodies blown to pieces. So at that moment, I truly felt as if I had fought on the wrong side. 
Then, and not until then, did I realize why God, time after time, had taken me to death's door, then spared my life, to be a general in the war for human rights and personal dignity. Wow. I, I never knew that. I never had that appreciation for him. I understand the motivation now. I've never been even remotely there. I can't imagine what it'd be like. But it, it disturbs me. The amount of hate that we can have for another person just because they're not like us. Afterward, Hosea joined the NAACP but later became a leader in the Southern Christian Leadership Conference, SCLC, along with Martin Luther King Jr., Ralph Abernathy, James Bevel, Joseph Lowry, and Andrew Young, among many others. And all those names are very, very familiar to me from the civil rights movement here in the Atlanta area in the southeast. He played an important role in the demonstrations in St. Augustine, Florida, that some claim led to the passage of the landmark Civil Rights Act of 1964. Let's skip ahead to 1987, January 17, 1987. Jan and I had been living in Forsyth County uh, for about 18 months. We had moved into our uh, brand new house in June 1985. We didn't know it when we bought our property up here in 1984, but Forsyth County had no, zero, no non-white people, none. We learned that shortly after we started building the house and we talked with our builder. That was a shock. Well, in 87, January 17, 1987, Hosea Williams came to Forsyth County and led a march against fear and intimidation. He came up with 90 marchers. And as they were assembled in coming Georgia, they were assaulted with stones and other objects by several hundred counter-demonstrators led by the Nationalist Movement and Q. Klux Klan. I remember helicopters flying overhead and news reports all across the country on the television. Jan's best friend saw it on the news and called her that evening saying, Is, Isn't that where you live? Coming, Georgia? What the heck have you gotten into, girl? Well, the next week, 20,000 people, including senior civil rights leaders and government officials, came to Forsyth County and they marched again just to show them that they weren't intimidated. It was much more peaceful, though not without some events. Wow, that's a part of our county's history. Now, that was a time when the county population was maybe 35,000 people. Since then, we've grown to about 250,000 people, and we are no longer all white. We are highly diversified. Hosea Williams died at Piedmont Hospital in Atlanta, Georgia, after a three-year battle with cancer. He died on November 16th of 2000. Happy birthday, Hosea Williams. I have learned a lot about you today because it was your birthday. So thank you. Thank you for that and for all you've done. That is a wrap for today. Let's stick a fork in it because it's done. I'm Rich Grimshaw, and you are invited to join me again tomorrow. Thanks for listening. Thanks for listening.